I really have got to ask Brittany. So, you know, I mean, you and I, we are simpatico on many things. Yes. And one of the things that we are in agreement on is our just utter loathing of Justin Timberlake. Can't just, even. Can't even. Just can't stand the guy. I, can't. I'm just not even ready for his song to be good. I, I, I didn't think it was. But, like, even if his song was good, I'm not in a place where I want to. Because, like, honestly, he's got bangers I can't even listen to anymore. Yeah. I'm not there. I'm yeah. not there. Well, I mean, several funny things have happened. Now, Grant was gone on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so he missed all of this. But in our jukebox with Rocco, he played songs where same title, different artists. Yeah. And we had to... Married, date, or dump, basically, or something uh, like that, or pick the song that is the best song. Yeah. So he did Selfish. Justin Timberlake, NSYNC had a song named Selfish, and Britney. Wow. And all three of us voted by a landslide, Britney. Yeah, of course. Selfish. But it really was, you know, a better song. But her fans pushed her song Selfish, which was a. Uh, a deluxe track to the Femme Fatale album yeah. 13 years ago. Two number one streaming on Spotify, Apple, above Justin, above yeah. JT. This is never charted. Selfish did not, was never a single. But what a good song. And people yeah. who have loved this song, much like a, a deep cut on you know someone else you like, like one of my deep cuts I've always liked to Britney is, Brave New Girl. Yes. You know, that's a great song. Um, And anyway, so that was happening. And she posted a little mouse cartoon, like almost like a British, like very Beatrix Potter. Yeah. And it just said, um, pick up a book and read, you know. And so people were like, oh, is that, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, shade. Yeah, whatever. But what did she post last night? She posts, uh, she's doing a little dance. I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote about my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I'm deeply sorry. (laughs) I also wanted to say I'm in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It is so good. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy together, I laugh so hard? P.S. Sanctified is wow, too. And then she shared a little clip of this first song he sang on SNL, which was sanctified and he brought as many he brought in a church with him he brought as many as many people as he could <laughs> glory himself up with mm. um and it kind of was like a five minute uh song so i was just like okay i mean after reading her book yeah. i truly believe i have like a lot of thoughts around her where she is at mentally and i feel like it's teenager-esque mm-hmm. and reading her book and how she talked about Justin, we all have that one crush we're never going to not be have a crush on. Mm-hmm. And he was her first love. Mm-hmm. I think I think he is always going to she didn't even attack him that much. Or oh, say, she didn't. No, she could have. She could have. She could have been shady boots. She could have said a lot. And she really didn't. And she kind of glorified him in a lot of ways, too. Like, oh, he always had that swag. He mm-hmm. always had this. The way she talks about him is very much so still smitten like it still yeah, has a crush no, it's loving i mean really the lowest or the 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 cut that must have made um 
Jessica Biel read it. You know, yeah. it would give me pause if I was just in Timberlake and I thought like I did, it would give me pause. But yeah. where she writes, um, um, she talked about how he just took their romance life and their, by their romance life, I mean their sex life. Mm-hmm. And she let him believe that he took her virginity, even though she'd lost it, you know, to some guy in ninth grade. She yeah, was, yeah. Uh, she was an active, sexually active young lady, young woman, you know, at an earlier age. They say small town girls can be that way, Brittany. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, uh. you know, but she let JT believe that he'd taken her virginity. And then, you know, he made all kinds of stories about it and yeah. kind of dragged it. And she's, you know, she said, I don't think he realized then how much it shamed me. Yeah. To, slut shame her yeah she doesn't name it that way but how much and how much it shames me to this day so even that she still feels ashamed by his crappy actions i know so yes she does have a total total she'll always have a part of her that just loves him even though he's a dog and doesn't deserve it but at least jessica beale told us the day her husband's song came out that she enjoys eating in the shower and she recommends it and i just think that is a slam on jt that's where she goes to get away from him yeah that's where she would go to cry me a river who eats in the shower um never have i ever i I was sub bathtub for sure for sure um i have once been told to bring coffee in the shower and i tried it and it was a terrible experience a beer and i can see that because i've been in a sauna and then you know Rolled outside with the beer. I've know. even done this. I've even brought my cell phone in the shower and watched. What? I know. I put it up They're in like this. The, the sa- well, I don't even not even get in the water, but yeah. I put it up in the um little cubby hole. Yeah, and like yeah. It, it, and and so it doesn't get hit. And that's if I'm like. I need to watch this because we're doing a review on it. And I also God, have to come in wow, soon. That so really I feels like high pressure washing. <laughs> no pun keep, intended. Thank you. You have to keep in mind. A lot of times, I have a two-hour window to get everything done. Yeah. To nap. No, I'm I'm familiar with. Uh, I was kind of a mommy's yes. little helper, older helper, bigger helper, whatever for over the Christmas break, and I got a I got a taste of the mom mommy of. Uh, Little people yeah. with demands. Yeah, that two-hour window, you will do Demand. anything yeah. to get everything done, especially if I'm like, okay, I want to watch this show. We're doing a you know a review. I'm on with yeah. you. I want to watch this. I also need a shower because I've got disgustingness. I will. It's rare. But the idea of eating in a shower is a level of bleach. No, she's, she dropped in a whole Instagram. I'm still really baffled she found it deeply satisfying to eat and drink in the shower it's just weird to me that she would post an instagram on the very tiktok excuse me and her rules you know you got to have a ledge she likes to take a bite and then put it on the ledge and then do your thing uh, wash your hair and then come back for another bite i mean None of this is selling anybody on eating a piece of no. a brownie. A, a, you know, no. you know what I had yesterday, right. and I just started eating it right in the grocery store. An iced mocha or an iced molasses Kowalski's cookie, and oh. the bakery guy came by, and I said, "I fully plan on paying for this cookie that I'm eating right now." 
You're literally <laughs> yeah. I just that. started I who that. stole the cookie from the that. cookie jar. jar. But I did Laurie. I did say Laurie I had did. five and there were only four in the bag. And the lady said there's only four and I said I I was helpless. <laughs> it was gone before the bakery was gone. Oh, Bye. I full I on I have yeah, I have no shame so in I'm that. I'm not bringing a cookie to no. eat in the shower no. on the risk of it getting wet. Soggy? No. I just don't get it because I don't like get it. I don't I don't get it at all. And also they've been doing something really interesting. While Justin's stock has gone down, they have relied on her posting videos, and she normally doesn't do that. And that yeah. only started about a year ago. Yeah. Is they're trying to build her social media to kind of sneak him in. And they've been like doing little glimpses of him. And but like, like, this feels like she just sort of took down his legs out from under him because then, for you know, a lot of people were talking about. He's getting trolled by his wife and, you know, the fans of his ex. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Because it was sort of like it was an unnecessary post, as they say, in in the whole very planned world of PR that she and JT definitely participate in. I think they probably didn't have enough, like, uh, foresight, the idea that... They go, any publicity is good publicity if we can get her name in there. Because, but when she just said, "Yeah, I'll talk about how satisfying I'll do," I mean, nobody it's thought, so "Wow, stop!" It's what? so bleak. It's so bleak. It like, just doesn't make any sense. It's I'm, just gross. I'm telling you, there are times in my life when I am watching like a Real House reunion, <laughs> Real Housewife reunion in the shower, and I go, "Am I depressed? Yeah, or am I just in a hurry?" And I don't know. But if You're I bring, hurry. if I bring food in there. Please know I'm depressed. Yes I, yes, I might as well just be sitting on the ground and crying as oh, well. My, you might as well. That is like the bleakest situation I think I've ever heard in my life. Right, I know. All right, I thought so too. I, I agree. just had to. All right, had to, had to run it two days in a row here and find out. You're not alone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back, Brittany. Random thoughts. You ready? Hey everybody, it's Lori here for Hammernecks Flooring Solutions, and if you're down. Enjoying any of the Winter Carnival at Race Park, you inevitably popped into the Hammernicks Entertainment Chalet, and that is just one of the many reasons why we love working with the Hammernicks. They've been a family-run business for over 73 years, and just always the most amazing uh, partner in the community, and just a real passion for making sure that we've got a cool place for music and kind of being cozy and inside and having a fun atmosphere and celebrating winter. So thank you, Hammernecks. Also, if you're looking for flooring, just know that they have the largest selection in the upper Midwest. They're down in Rochester. They have a pretty new location in Hudson, Wisconsin. And of course, the original design store on Rice Street and over on the west side of town in New Hope up of 169 in Bass Lake Road. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He said cheeky implants. It's just random. It's That's all, all it is. is. Okay. Have you ever thought to yourself... How can I memorialize my ex in a way that'll shame him, but also raise money for animals? <laughs> no, but I'm willing to entertain the idea of it, of course. Well, <laughs> jilted women are definitely the target market here. An animal shelter in New Jersey called Homeward Bound Pet Adoption is offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. For a $50 donation, they'll name a feral cat after your ex and then neuter it. So... Let's say you, That's you know, funny. like, let's say there's <laughs> an ex out there. Yeah. Well, they have Philip ceiling wall. Yeah. And you hate Philip ceiling wall. And so you go ahead, have them name that cat that. You've done something good while also kind of getting a demon thing out of your mind. Exactly. You know? They all also spay female cats, but uh, uh, they're definitely having more of a... It's actually easier to spay or to neuter male cats. So Yeah. So just uh, yeah. keep that as an option. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know how motivating that is. My cat snuck outside yesterday, and Uh-oh. I didn't like that. Did it's, it make any babies, or are you all... Oh, no, that's and, all. That's Kevin's all. been taken care of long Kevin, ago. Kevin, you have yeah. a cat named Kevin? So here's the thing. His name... <laughs> like Kevin James, King and Queen Kevin? All the Kevins. All the Kevins of the world? I adopted him. I've never him. met a cat named Kevin. I'll bring him in. He's a lover. He... we I was fostering him, and his name was Toby. And he didn't seem like a Toby, because I always think of Toby from The Office. That was not his vibe. And he would always come to kitty, kitty, kitty. So I had to find something with like a cook, 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 yeah. So now I just go, Kevin, Kevin, and he'll show up. Yeah. I have a friend who has an ex, Kevin. That was really traumatic for her to find out. Oh. And you never like go, Kev. Kevy, I call, to be honest, I call him boyfriend a lot. Justin does not like that. Okay. Come here, boyfriend, lover. Okay. <laughs> um, right. And that's Kevin. Kevin, I did find Kevin last night. It only took about 15 minutes. He loves Was it food. panic at the disco? I was terrified. Because of what? Like something getting him? Yeah. Run, it, getting run over? What? Or like it just being cold. And like Kevin used oh. to live on the streets. So like, I don't know. I think cats, they their instinct comes right back. Yeah. And they know how to find their way home. And you just got to trust the lion and the cat. Yeah, he's gotten to be quite a chonky boy, uh, yeah. so I don't know how... Um, he could outrun a raccoon or something? I don't think he could outrun much. And then also, <laughs> I clip his nails all the time. I literally clipped him the night before. Well, you So know, I felt kind of bad. Even just I, raising hackles is enough sometimes to scare. It's like the equivalent of standing big for a bear. If he can just give the impression of looking big. That's true. You know, that's, that's the number one goal. <laughs> yeah. The instinct is not to run. Kevin, if you're listening... <laughs> I hope yeah. you heard that. And yeah. normally you are, so that's good. Um, I mean, could you hold your ground if a bear was running at you? I mean, <laughs> I really don't know how I don't start running as 
slow as I run while I wait to get killed from behind because it's death. I'm so mm-hmm. glad we're having this talk because oh. so my dad lives in Montana and we would go see him once a year and we'd always hear about terrible things and they we would talk to somebody Bear encounters happen. Yes. And so they would talk about brown bears. You you stay uh you can you can pick or choose like a lot of times standing your ground is the thing to do. But here's the thing about grizzly bears. You don't know what they're thinking. Exactly. So yeah. they say, it doesn't matter. It just depends if the grizzly bear wants to kill you kill or not. You or not. That's right. You have no control unless maybe you have, you know, bear. Even bear spray literally just pisses them off. They oh, call God. that seasoning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, this is why I'm never hiking in a dangerous place that would require me to even have to take the class. Yeah. To know about it. And I'm going to look at... Add it from like the foothills. Thank you. I once, so I've been traumatized by bear stories my whole life going to go. He lived right in between East and West Glacier. It was this little town named Essex. So we probably had bear sightings on the regular. We got to go watch from one mountainside to another. There was a lady on a horse who fell off her horse and she, they both died and these (gasps) bears were eating her. Like, oh. I can still see that in my memory. And her name was Lindsay, wow. which was my sister's name. So then my, oh my sister God. felt really good because she goes, well, what are the chances that's going to happen, happen again. to Lindsay's? So I'm really glad we had this talk. I I live in fear and I also but love bears. But would you bears. turn around and run? Would that be what you would, or would you just stand there? You I would run. You would. I would run. Even I don't know. they tell you not to run. Even though they literally not. tell me how not to run, I don't think I could... Just stand there. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I at least have to not see what's happening. Exactly. And oh, speaking of that reminds me like True Detective Chef's Kiss right now. So highly recommend watching True Detective. That show is dark and weird. I know, but don't you love dark and weird? I know I'm I'm fine with it, but I'm I'm like really just going, whoa, this show is, you know. Is, is this based off the last most recent episode? Because I have not seen this last Sunday's episode. Was we it? all know that I'm like, yeah, very behind. I'm. We're halfway through first episode, so we are still. I just think so it's, it got weird last night. It, yeah, I think I, my thought is it feels more like the first season than the other ones have. There is something happening in the town from a. I don't know what's on the other side of the great divide. I don't know, but like there's like this supernatural I know. is what it feels like, you and, know, to me. And that's what the first season felt like is yeah. there was a supernatural element and then it ended up not necessarily being one. So right. that's what I like about it. Um I would think that you would fall into these. I know, I mean I I'm I'm liking it, but it really is just this dark kind of yeah, it makes you think like always at the end of every all three episodes. I've looked at Casey and I was like, I could never live there. I know I could never well, live a place that the, the sun doesn't rise for how many how long? Like what they say, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, Mm-mm. no, thank you. Um, okay, here is another random thought. Uh, we, they did a study and they found the three zodiac signs that cry the least. Mm. Uh, would you like to know what they are? Uh, well, let me guess. They okay. cry the least. Uh, Scorpio. Is it going to be not it is a crier? Not on the list. What? Yeah. Um. Uh. A Taurus is yeah, it on a Taurus, list? Yeah, Taurus. Taurus. And I'm going to say 
Uh, oh God, Gemini's, they probably cry all the time. Leave us um, alone. Leave us out of this. Yeah, We're always on the worst <laughs> list of everything. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to say like uh, Capricorn. You got two out of three. Yeah. I'm actually very proud of you. Capricorn, mm-hmm. nice. Taurus, mm-hmm. and Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah, because Aquarius are too busy having fun to be bothered to cry. Yeah, you're uh, no, quite happy true. to They're live in your own little world. and fancy free of the astrological oh. signs. They would have to care to cry. Yes. Okay. Um, they even talked about, yeah, that they are quite happy to live in their own little world. Yeah, no, which often... Aquarians are more single than anybody else and happy single people. And then Capricorns tops the list of the least mm-hmm. emotional zodiac yeah. signs. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they don't, they're not, they're, they're not getting involved. Yeah, they're not. They're standing up on a craggy rock looking at everything and just waiting for you to want to have some fun with them. Yeah, and then I didn't know this about Taurus because I thought Taurus would be emotional. Oh, they're so stubborn. Yes, they've said it's been at least six months or more since your last good cry, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't really want to. You're not going to deal with any of your friendship drama, work stress, or an mm-hmm. argument. So too stubborn to cry. You might be annoyed or mad, but you're going to move through your day at a steady, yeah. even pace. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad we cleared that up. I um, know. I know. Okay, this isn't my own personal beef, and I really need to talk about it, and I know you're not going to be on board with this conversation. Don't prejudge. <laughs> I have been watching the... Mo- we, we, we've been letting Gogo watch uh, movies in the car, and all she wants to watch is Monsters, Inc. over and over and over again. Look at, look at the... Look at the error you have made in judgment already. Are you a Monsters, Inc. fan? No, but just the fact that you even introduced her to the idea of a screen I know. right there. But it's nice because the car rides can be rough. So okay. the, having it in the car. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. To me, it just seems like you've introduced cotton candy too young. Uh, we also, we're going to do, um, uh, yeah, we, cotton candy's next, okay. obviously, in the list. <laughs> I was going to make a drug reference, and I realized probably not a good joke. I don't um, know. So, I, no, here, let me just tell you. Right. There's a big hole. I want to talk to parents about this. Was nobody looking for the little kid that went missing in Monsters, Inc.? That seems like a big plot hole, and I really want it to be talked about more. Nobody's watching the whole movie. Like, parents shut it off after an hour. They tell their kid after a half hour, that's the end of the movie. Please please tell me that people aren't watching Monsters, Inc. and going, why are no no police looking for this little kid who's been taken for a full day in the monster realm? Because nobody's watched the whole thing. I need parents and people to reach out to me. It's a huge plot hole. We need to get to the bottom of it. Thank you very much. Oh. Only one bad story doesn't make... I mean, that's pretty good. No, no, no that's not even yeah. a bad story. I'm just letting you know like how often <laughs> people cut off movies. That's true. And they just say to their kid, that's it, that's the end. They're oh, done. that's yeah. it. And yeah, they don't know. Yeah, that's why Bluey's nice. Isn't it like eight or ten minutes or seven so? minutes? Seven Bluey minutes. Is Bluey's seven great. Minutes. Bluey is great. Yeah. Miss Rachel and Bluey yeah. are the... Uh, yeah, that's... That's, the that's where it's at. Well, Brittany, thank you for those random thoughts. No problem. Hey, everybody, it's Lori here for Learning Rx with seven locations in the metro area. And um, we always talk about our love of reading, but it is so true. And when kids are struggling with reading, sometimes, you know, the struggle might only be with reading. They're very good at math. You know, they're very actually pretty good at taking a test, but the reading isn't coming through for them. And or it could be the opposite of that, but the the best way, the most uh, fastest way of finding out what's going on is going into Learning Rx, taking the one hour assessment. It's a nationally recognized. 
podcast and I'll mention Lori and Julia because then it's 50% off. But the answer will be like, it will make sense to you. And um, that is always a good thing when it uh, can make sense to you. And you're like, okay, so we could do this and you have a plan going forward. That's learning RX. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, dancing to that. But it is, uh, it's having its um, Stranger Things Kate Bush moment with mm-hmm. um, being the end song to a wild scene, which is the ending of a very um, thought-provoking, disturbing, and interesting movie called Saltburn. Yeah. Which I finally watched over the weekend. I'm intrigued, so I know there's a lot of people that still want to watch Saltburn. Oh, my God. uh, I would highly recommend it. Me and Justin had a lot of fun, but I want to hear, because you... You're somebody who's not shocked easily. Oh, well, first of all, okay, Emerald Fennel, I absolutely loved and was disturbed by Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. which came out a couple of years ago and Carrie Mulligan was in it. Yes. It was it was a it had a sad ending. I mean, it was like really but it was it was a revenge story. It was a revenge story. It was based purely on revenge, and yeah. even the outcome is and, revenge. And just even the way it was presented was yes. like just through a woman's eyes. It was just so it was blew my mind. Yeah, I loved it. And then the next thing I know, I see Emerald Fennel is Camilla Parker Bowles mm-hmm. in season three and four of The Crown. Mm-hmm. The middle aged Camilla. She's also an actress. Yes. And then now she makes this movie Saltburn, which is, you know, a disturbing story, yeah. to put it mildly. Right. But it is it is a story we've seen before, talented Mr. Ripley. Mm-hmm. Somebody it, pretends to be something they're not with bad intentions. It almost feels like the way it's told... Oh. is a Greek tragedy. Yeah, very much so. That has a certain ending and there's no way to avoid it. And that's what it kept feeling like for this family and is that ev- they are cursed. Yeah, well, and every time I personally looked at Jacob Elordi on my screen, I felt like I was flying too close to the sun. I know, he's I was so like, He's handsome. so pretty, it hurts. It hurts. I mean, and he's I, kind in this. And, and, and yeah. dazzling in this role. Absolutely dazzling in this um role playing with this very carefree i mean he's almost like a noblesse however you say that word of course he has everything comes easy to him and but he of course somebody that looked like that would have everything come easy to them oh the charm he has and he just really hits like uh they do such a great job with like they're so rich and so careless and so um, I think they're just handed to them clueless yeah. and oblivious in all the best ways and, and also bored and, and, and don't care about the effect they have on other people. Yeah. And, and really, you know, quite awful in that, that there's a, because they never acknowledge anything, they never acknowledge anything. So yeah. it really is, 
you're always just on the the stiff cr- upper lip. You're always on the like everyone is skating around in a big circle. Mm-hmm. No one's ever coming across. It's just this whole yes. pretend, and we see as the movie goes on, as the summer goes on, how things are getting. But I mean, honestly, I screamed. No, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I know uh, watching that. So, yeah, I I liked it, but I don't think it is a, you know, best. I don't think anything got robbed. Now, I I really am also besotted with Barry Keegan because I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but he was in Banshees of a in a Sharon and he's in Masters of Air Mm -hmm. on Apple. And then he's in this damn movie where he plays this. This guy, Oliver, who, oh my goodness, I don't even know what to who say. Who is the him. commoner who gets a glimpse into the, yeah. the, the, you know, the high society in this castle. And uh, Ro- Rosamund uh, Pike kills it. She plays As, a very. Um, she plays uh, Jacob Elordi's mom, this, uh, who was like. A, absolutely flighty, but acknowledges to be, I don't want, I didn't, I don't want to learn anything at any time. And yeah. I know everybody's secrets and I'll throw them out very casually. And yeah. And she everything was the about her girl that yes. hung out with Oasis. Yeah. You know, maybe. She's like, this song isn't about me. I didn't, I didn't want to acquire any knowledge at that time. And like, she'll throw people's secrets out like it's, it's nothing. Yeah. She'll say, oh, yes. Yes, uh, she was almost killed by her ex-husband. And yeah. he's been in a suicidal twit since. And you're just like, oh, my God, her flightiness, her, I mean, everyone well, in this movie is casted perfectly. I'll say that. Yeah, and it is, it is like my mom, I told her, no, you will not like this movie yeah. at all. Julia did not like this movie at all, yeah. it, but I, it's, I don't mind turning and looking at, you know, the underside yeah. and this is very much like it is that story, the talented Mr. Ripley. I mean, mm-hmm. look at that. Yes. Go back and remember um, all the under the things you're presenting one way, but really something. And I mean, that Saltburn, I just thought though, the end of the movie with murder on the dance floor and a naked man dancing through through a castle is something I would just like every end movie for a credit to be to some obscure song where somebody just volunteers to dance to some obscure um, hit that needs to come back in style. I the, the joy of that penis as he was dancing. I just... <laughs> It was joyful. It was joyful. It was joyful. And he was bringing it, and I guess they did it. Muscles on muscle. Like he's got these booty dimples. Yeah. No prosthetic. He declined a prosthetic. He said, I won't be able to dance with what I think my character, how he would be dancing if I had a prosthetic peen on. Well, there's a lot. There's a couple. They said that there's a very, there's a really, we'll just say, have to do with a graveyard. Um, a gravestone, a, gra- a grave plot that he improvised as well. Oh, that, that, I gotta say, I fast forwarded. I just was like, I, this is taking too long. Disturbing yes, to it's, know. That's, yeah, that's I don't want to know this yeah. thing. To know that he, could you imagine? Yeah. As the camera people, you're like, yeah, just, you know, go and play and, and we'll see what you kind of come up with as like an actor. And the director puts his I headphones mean, on and that's what they come. I would say there was silence, I'm sure, after they yeah. filmed that part. Emerald is quite uh, a 
director and uh you know she has a vision because yeah. like this is her second kind of dark and flipping the mirror back on society and not afraid to ask the petty evil questions about what lurks underneath someone's you know their facade what they look like and i mean i it's frankly terrifying i actually have <laughs> speaking of castles and um you ha- i know you have peacock so i need you to watch this have you seen the tra- have you seen the traders at all i have watched the first episode struggled through the first episode Brittany. i understand that it gets better okay and there are some standouts, especially our housewives. Yeah, I've heard the housewives are carrying the show. They're carrying not, not it. Not surprising to me when I saw everyone who was showing up on the cast. Yeah, you're going to be like the first season of The Traders. I almost didn't watch the second season because it was so bad. It was yeah. just a lot of you did it. No, I did it. You did yeah. it. It was like constant bickering with no real point. Mm-hmm. This season, they're putting in elements of like they have to put themselves out there a little bit. The Traders and almost get caught all the time. So it's really worth watching. Plus, right. like, I do like MJ from Shots of Sunset. <laughs> I love MJ. Phaedra, Phaedra kills always it. Phaedra at one point has like this iconic line where a woman uh, um, who has a name Ekansu, uh something happens to her, and she goes, "Oh no, not Ekansu. And it's so funny. I just telling you, you have to watch the Traders. Like, it's. Give it another. I would say give it at least three epies. Yeah, and they're not that long. You can fast forward here or there too, but they're worth watching. Yeah, they've got a lot of our people in it that you're going to want to yeah, watch. I know, I know, I know. And so it's definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, hands down. There's also um, I feel like what's the other one that I'm absolutely loving? You you don't care about, but uh, Summer House is coming back. Oh, is it? And we've got... And Vanderpump is coming back. I know that. Vanderpump rules Trey, or the intro started, and it looks so good. Does it? And well... Try, I'm trying to figure out if I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to care. Yeah, here's the thing. The, it's hard, right? Because it's like, why would you let this Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval back in your life? No, it's not even that. It's just all of it. It's just, it kind of, I feel like we've now jumped the shark. I would have to say I'm actually having a really fun time with Southern Hospitality. Okay. Because it's kind of like what I like Vanderpump. I jumping the conversation. No, 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 no. <laughs> because it's kind of like what Vanderpump used to be. Yes, Because yes, Vanderpump's yes. now are celebrities, and yes, it's kind of annoying. So is. Southern Hospitality has, like, the restaurant world where these people aren't famous, and you right. get to see them party and act a fool and not care about who sleeps with who. That's what I was going to say is, like, a part of me has to accept that Vanderpump, rules is now a real housewife show because they're all celebrities and like i have to go back and find people that are not celebrities that are doing reality shows to get like my like i don't care about the way i'm going to sleep around and not care about how i'm perceived right so that's just a community service we can i like that you have just provided that community service we thank you for it yes Uh, namaste um what else what else can we say grant you know, that's probably wow. It. Wow, yeah, that's what we always need. I, Good uh, wow. Little, oh, Owen. Wow. 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 Oh. All right, listen, we'll be right back with Hollywood speak. Okay, Megan the Stallion released Hiss yes. on Friday, a song. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. I mean, um, Britney Spears. Like 
Hiss is like number two. Yeah. And then uh, Britney Spears' Selfish was one. But anyway, she released this song and Nicki Minaj proceeded to lose her mind over it. Do you think you could even explain this or should we just say pass, move along? I'll give you the Hollywood uh, speak option of that because... I don't know that I could explain it. So I'm asking you. I mean, you're looking to me, even though we all know that you are the parent in this situation. I'm always lost. Uh, I would just say she's she's digging it, right? You're, you should play pass. pass. Yeah, I'm going to go gonna ahead pass. and pass. We're going to pass. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> this one's yeah. just too much going on in this Yeah. One. Yeah, because that I can't even like... Even you're not passing it put me in an awkward position. <laughs> not to be the parent too much, but do you see what happened? I just put there? you in a vulnerable spoke. Yeah, yeah. I should have passed. Shoulda woulda coulda. Shoulda woulda coulda. What do you make it? Dakota Johnson in her monologue for SNL, um, kind of uh talking about the last time she hosted was right after the SNL anniversary and i was in the audience and then they, she showed an audience photo member and she said and here are the most important the most powerful person in america and you see dakota and then you see right over his shoulder donald trump and then it zooms back and then taylor swift is just like a row in front of her taylor swift the most powerful person <laughs> in america that was that was funny that got huge applause and i was like there it is again it's very funny. The, the whole Taylor You're, effect. Taylor she effect. really uh, is. You, and you watched SNL clips, right? You yeah, saw some. yeah, very much so. I, I love Dakota Johnson and her dry yeah. uh, humor. And I thought that the Stanley Cup skit was pretty funny. And... Um, the um the who's your dad uh that was very funny like um the nepo conversation with the writers oh the do not destroy the do yeah that was good that was good but i was talking about the um one when they're like um yamori kind of reality show of you are not the father yeah. and them acting like these are the home videos yeah, that yeah, they get yeah. to cherish it was hilarious yeah yeah it was it was uh it was pretty good i thought and i you know i just thought that I at first though I will say what looks different about her. Yeah. Something looked different about her and it was like different haircut, her hair is darker, we haven't yes. seen her for a while, you know, uh whatever, but I was just like really struck at you know, wow. Yeah, cuz it doesn't look like something structurally is different, but uh, people are claiming that um like there's they did like color therapy and where she found a color of hair and clothes that match her better. And that's that she's looking better because of that. She's so beautiful. It's I was really dazzled at how pretty she is. I love her. And I think she's an interviewer's nightmare sometimes because she's so dry, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I it love was it. very, she was very good. And I mean, think about it. If you don't know, her mom is Melanie Griffith and yeah. her dad is, Don Johnson, and they had her when they were young and hot and beautiful, and so mm. were the eggs. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're wild. Like the more you learn about them, they oh, had so gosh. many lions and tigers in their household, and they well, made, Melanie did Melanie Griffith because her mom Tippy Hedren. Yeah, and they made a whole movie around it. Shambhala. And I yeah, and they said that what they said there were 
like 15 different incidents where they had to bring somebody to the hospital because it was pretty much them just running around getting tackled by lions. Yeah, it's it's like only in Hollywood. I know. You know, would that be a story of somebody's like, oh, yeah, that's just a tippy headron, you know, from the birds. That's my grandma. Yeah. I know. I love Dakota Johnson. She And she did great. I thought she did, too. I really did, too. Okay, Hugh Hefner's ex-wife, Kimberly. Mm-hmm is slamming Crystal for trying to make a quick buck talk, having a book about Hugh Hefner. Give it up. Quit. Kimberly, we know who Hugh Hefner is and we don't. It's fine. Like you're, you have no responsibilities here. Stop. Yeah. You've, you were the one who married him at the tail end. It's fine. No, no. Kimberly is the one who was his wife who gave him two children. Yeah. Oh, Okay. After his first wife, who oh, he had kids, you know, those kids were like, uh, Christy is like, you know, I don't know, 60 something. But he also then married this Kimberly. Yeah. And she gave him two. They had two boys together. Pretty quick succession. And she was out of there by the time I think the boys were like five and maybe seven. Smart. And he bought her and probably had bought it. Before, she had the mansion right next door. Because remember, I went on the Playboy tour here. Yeah, She lived right next door. And they had like a tunnel that went between the two houses. I'll tell you what. I don't feel, I don't know what the need is to defend Hugh Hefner. But she needs to let it go. Yeah. His legacy. I mean, they. Is she doing it for the boys? I don't don't think so. They're like in their 30s now. Maybe people just feel the need to defend their own choices. Like, maybe there's something there. Because. I mean, Holly and Bridget already wrote that. We already we know already so know, much from those uh, girls yeah. and Kendra. Yeah, Kendra and they. Yeah, Holly Kendra. and Bridget have their podcast. They like, they talk openly about it. They did the whole behind the scenes doc. Listen, we know who this person is, and it's like, what do you want from like? He's gone. You don't defend him. You don't need to. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah, she's really she released a big long. Uh, statement slamming Crystal for writing a book. Well, she probably got offered some good money and maybe she was like, you know what? If something like this could happen to me, maybe it's happening to other people. They don't have a Hugh Hefner, but something like it. And you know, therapeutic. We talk about Britney Spears's book. I we read, talk- uh, what's her name's book too? Uh, mm. Holly Madison. Yeah. That was very moving in an unexpected way. I know. And it's actually really interesting because I was just reading something about why Kendra doesn't feel like she wants to go on their podcast or kind of tell her stories is because Kendra really wasn't that in Hugh's life. And he she she kind of had the free pass to come and go. And Holly was the go to. She was the go to girl constantly around him, had to was number girlfriend number one, girlfriend number one. one. And and Kendra (laughs) says, I'm fine with being girlfriend number Number three, three, four or five. I don't care. So like everyone has their own experience and it doesn't take away. I think people get so confused by that. Because maybe Hugh was nice to her in some ways, yeah. but he still doesn't take away from everyone else's experiences, right? Right. right. She just doesn't think it's fair. Well, well you know, to, yeah, you'd probably help sell a few more books. Right. The name of the book is Only Say Good Things, Surviving Playboy and Finding Myself. Dang. By Crystal Hefner. Dang. You know, who's cursing her behind her back is Hef's daughter, Chrissy.
Yeah, right. Yeah. Those are going to get confused when you Google them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, did, were you offended um, about, uh, I mean, or did you make anything when Dorit last week called Crystal a child bride? I just was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. And Crystal shape. was 24. And the her more- husband was like 40. Here's the problem I'm having with Crystal. Or Dorit. I'm saying with Crystal right okay. now is that like, she is actually a very interesting person. When it came out that she has probably one of the biggest businesses in real housewife history, that she makes this coconut water. That's huge. She doesn't yeah. even talk about it on the show. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. She slammed her like crazy, Dorit, on social media. She said, oh, really? Like, you know, uh, at least my website's up and running. And she has showed like her coconut water was up and running and, you know, what is it? Uh, bikini, Beverly Hills Beach, Beach Bikini Beach, Bikini Beach, or Beach or Beverly Beach, whatever terrible name. Uh, PK changed her business. Yeah. I, I, the minute I like to read is the minute I regret it. She yeah. says the worst thing. She's so unaware. She's so oblivious. For her to call her a child bride at twenty four, at twenty four, especially in that in in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, this is insane. And and also, what are you doing? I don't get this narrative that Crystal is this young kid. We always do that. Like her tagline is something like they say with age comes wisdom, but I'm proving them wrong, which I don't even understand what Crystal's saying with that either. I know, but like that's part of the charm, right? (laughs) So it's like, I really want uh, the person that Crystal is. I love, I just wish you would show that person on the show. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that maybe this is the season she's going to save herself because Anna Marie has been such Gunning a terribly bad. Um, and Kyle, even Kyle is backpedaling from her saying she didn't really know her that well. And that's not true. I know. And the the whole thing being Anna Marie claiming to be an, uh, a, a doctor. An anesthesiologist. Having, yes, yeah. formally. And, and, and them coming out against her. And then her trying to attack Rizzo. There are two people trying to attack Crystal. Erica did it too. So yeah. I don't understand what's happening, why they're coming after Crystal. They think she's an easy target because no. she's quiet. Yeah. But the reality of it is she has everything they want. Well, and I'm glad the esophagus takedown has happened. I, that, that is <laughs> that like... That had to go. Uh, the on. esophagus talk was so... Just I wanted so to be bad. so done. So bad. So bad. Oh, all right. Thanks, Chris. No all problem. Right. We'll be back.